What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 3 1045 The Zone. What up, Nashville? Hope you're having a great day. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. Hump day! We're in the back half of the week now. Yeah, we right here, man, knocking on the door. To a Vols game? A game three tonight? Game three tonight, Boston and uh, Golden State. I've switched. Boston minus three and a half. I'm in. I like it. They're begging you to take Golden State. And I took and I took Golden State at first until you told me who the officials were. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool on it. Did Tony the Studs call change your opinion about tonight's game at all? Like, are you do you listen to Tony the Studs say Golden State's going to blow Boston out? Uh, Clay Thompson by uh, will have sixteen and a half. Go over that. Steph Curry over thirty one. Does that change your mind about tonight's game at all? No. Nah, Does it affect all. you? No, nah, the officials affect me more so than what what Tony Scott said. Foster. Yeah, that that young man, that well old man, that man, <laughs> that man right there. <laughs> yeah, old man to see. Yeah, man, this a and I think the other officials follow, man. So it, I think you you got to see the games change from game to game. Each game is its own. Um, is his own story. So you just saw Golden State be physical with Boston and them not have an answer. So coming home and then the others, which Shaq always talks about, the role guys did nothing. I, and I mean, absolutely nothing. Marcus Smart had two points. Like you, the defensive player of the year. Like, come on, man. Like, what are you going to do? You start at guard. So Tatum and Brown don't have to handle the ball as much. So them going home, man. And they always say, Role players play well at home, so we, we we shall see. We shall see. It is the finals. Things are different in the finals. Father's Day coming up in about 10 days. We're still on the mission, still going I mean, up the mountain. Listen, you're 10, you're 10, 11 days out. Yeah, we're close. We're getting close and close. Don't forget everybody that's meeting us to get it ready to go up the mountain. If you're not already on the bus, um, get an Uber to Coach Mac house. We'll pick you guys up at Coach Mac's house when we head up the mountain. He said we can use this house as like a pit stop. So... Does it upset you when I say I really don't want anything for Father's Day? I don't care. No, them, no, 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 no. Is that, that okay? No, that's all right. Yeah, okay. we you, you still got to ride though. You know what I mean? Like we have drinks and food and everything on the bus, so you ride on up the bus with us. You know, a couple of us gonna get out and walk. You ain't got to walk. That's what I'm saying. Like you can get on the bus that's gonna be behind us. You know what I'm saying? We're going to walk because we got to really prove something. But you with us, so <laughs> you get on the bus. We just ain't going to make you do no hard work. I love it. With us. Um, <laughs> we got an anniversary coming up tomorrow. Oh, what? 21. It is. 21. But that's how they'll do you, boy. Be careful. Be careful, y'all. They'll distract you long enough in the anniversary. You'll forget all about Father's Day. You'll just be happy to get to July. I mean, I halfway forgot about the anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get him, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Malik Willis coming up tomorrow at yes. three forty-five. Looking forward to uh, talking with the rookie quarterback. That's gonna um, be fun. It will he, be fun. Put him in the boom boom room too. Um, got some fall baseball bits of news and notes for you. Uh, West Rucker putting this out there. Vol senior catcher Evan Russell. By the way, how amazing is his story? That I mean, it's like, oh, I'll play catcher this year. Yeah. I mean, at the highest level for the number one team in the country, I'll play yeah. catcher this year. I for, got it. for a bullpen that's I got it. Got projected 
big league guys on it. Dude, and you're catching a guy that's throwing <laughs> the fastest pitches in baseball. Not yeah, just not. college baseball. Like, Ooh. how do you even catch that? That's serious. Dude, if it's got any movement and that thing just catches you in a five hole, can you imagine? It literally would break the cup. Yeah, party over for that moment. Like, it would crack the cup. If well, you got hit with a 106 mile an hour fastball on the that's rolling. cup, that's rolling, you Oh, man. Uh, Anyway, Paul Senior catcher Evan Russell, who earned a bachelor's degree in finance in 2021 and has a 4.0 GPA in his agricultural leadership education and communication graduate program, was named a first-team COSIDA Academic (laughs) All-American. Luke Lipsius, also named second-team Academic All-American, aerospace engineering. So you know what's funny about that, Yoro? You know what's funny about that? No, seriously, because ESPN kept talking about Vitello. I think they did it two games in a row. They kept talking about Vitello, talking about these guys working so hard in practice, but they do the exact same thing on the uh, um um in the classroom. So I mean, I man, it is some discipline in this cockiness swagger that they got going on on the field. So you want to you want those to are two best guys. That was not those not the the thirteenth and fourteenth man on the basketball team that were walk ons that are there to create bringing up the team GPA. Come on, man! <laughs> like them, my partners. I needed them to roll with me. You know, what I, mean? I wasn't saying I was the four guy. You know, what I mean, I wasn't them and, uh, one point nine either. But who, who was my guy? The tutor, uh, Ron Payne. Ron Payne. Yeah, you know what I mean, we we might need a Ron Payne to walk on. You look Homer, up, he run out the Homer Simpson. <laughs> Every bit of it. Every. <laughs> Every bit of it. Khaki pants and <laughs> yeah. high tops that weren't laced. Well, knee brace when he was knee, walking. Knee just walking. Knee brace. He wasn't going to play nothing. No, so you make a good point. Like you said before the show, like it'll be interesting to hear from these players in the offseason, mm-hmm. like what it was like behind the scenes with right. Coach Vitello. How much right. freedom did they really have? How much discipline was really involved? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because to be the best, you have to have discipline. Without and question. Like, and it's like, people always ask me about like about the show. Like, oh, it just seems like y'all are flying by the seat of your pants. I'm like, well, then we're doing our job. Right. Because we do have these bullet points yeah. here in front of us right. that kind of keep us uh, on track. But um, but we're going to have fun while we do it. Without question. I mean, we might be the radio version of flipping a bird running around first. I sometimes. Mean. It might happen. I actually flipped a bird. There's on TV when I was telling <laughs> that story the other day. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. Nobody screenshotted. Thankfully. See, good job. Now they might, they might <laughs> run back and see it now, though. But I, I, I'm, I'm saying that too, though. You're all like, you, you talking. I'm, this coming from a guy that can look back on it in hindsight at our time and having a successful time at UT, and especially those two successful years, and and point at what I thought was lacking in us taking that next step in basketball. That Sweet 16 run, the next year being ranked number four, what was lacking in that was discipline. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, the X's and O's were fine. We were doing what we were supposed to do. We were fine in the classroom. Nobody got put off the team or anything. What was lacking in that? The discipline. And, and it's that simple. And then sometimes the relationship from coach to player. Yep. Which I think you're able to combine with this group and a lot of other groups, Corbin also. Like, you know what I mean? The list goes on. But for successful programs, even though you see one thing that's the product that's out there, believe me, behind closed doors, there's something else going on. 
it's not just Tennessee either. This is mm-hmm. this is uh, in terms of like trash talking and brash play and arrogant play and all these things. It's it's kind of filtered its way from all the bat flipping in Major League Baseball right. down to college, and and all these kids love that stuff. Right. And and you saw a video with Oklahoma State running live too. <laughs> Rock Riggio was that guy's name, and and they complained about him going too slow yeah. around the bases. He pranced going around third Yo. on his tippy toes, yeah, with his hands up in the air. Correct. And so the next day, he hit a bomb and he sprinted around the bases, picked up his bat, sprinted into the dugout. Yep. So these guys are having fun. Uh, Brett Batchelor producing the show today said he ran across some uh, some audio uh, of the Texas head coach talking about East Carolina this weekend. Mm. Um, they call themselves the jungle and they act like it is one of the quotes. Let's check this out. You have an outfield fence that's five feet, maybe six feet tall that people are hanging over it. The bullpens are open, people are hanging over them. So the environment's gonna be even different than anything we've been in. I've been there many a times, had players have beer thrown on them, had security issues in the bullpen. Uh, They really don't care. Uh, They call themselves the jungle and they act like it. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's that's, it. People are talking about Tennessee like that. So you're creating an atmosphere to where you know what you walk into it and you're automatically not focused on the game. And I think Vitello said some um Saturday maybe um after the game and he was saying that the way these students act is a part of the atmosphere when yeah. when other teams come in and you got to have it to be one of the top-notch teams. So Tennessee in on the baseball transfer portal. Uh, there's a guy named Maui Ahuna who allegedly is on campus today, uh, transferring um, out of uh, is it Kansas? Kansas yeah, Kansas. Yep. Uh, hitting three ninety, hit three ninety six this year. Eight homers, forty eight RBI. He plays shortstop. Um, and Tommy White from NC State, three sixty two, twenty seven homers, <laughs> which would lead Tennessee as many home runs as they've hit this year. That's crazy. Seventy four RBI. They call him Tommy Tanks. <laughs> if you're Tommy Tanks, I want you, man. You got to roll with it. Oh my word! Uh, deadline for players entering the portal is July first, so uh, that's coming up. But uh, it looks like um, mm, they got to get a word is spreading on. about these uh, these vols, and uh, people want to uh, investigate. It's interesting. As a potential place to um, to go play. Uh, when we come back, Deshaun Watson, why 66? 66 different mas- mm. massage uh, therapists in 17 months. Uh, I've got a thought on that. When we come back, 3HL, uh, Britt Doherty, Ron Slay, Don Davenport on jury duty, Brett Batchelor producing. We're all over the board today. 3HL, 104.5 The Zone. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Great job, 104.5 The Zone. Told Deshaun Watson today. Remember that report from uh, Pro Football Talk where the Tennessee Titans were one of the teams that investigated Deshaun Watson in the offseason? Remember that? Yeah. Yep. And we were trying to figure out why Ryan Tannehill was, like, in a mood. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all going to roll with? Well, I just think maybe, uh, you know, reports that the Titans were looking for other options. 
or investigating other options might have led to some of that. Uh, maybe drafting a rookie quarterback could have led to some of that. I don't know. Maybe we're overreaching. Maybe uh, maybe he wasn't in a mood. Maybe we're know. not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we're not reaching. He was on a boat with Celsius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a... In the meantime, he wasn't uh, talking at all. No, he wasn't. Just staying but quiet. Can you imagine the Titans would have ended up with this mess? I mean, no. what are the Browns no. doing? So, like, yeah. Baker's been excused from, uh, you know, OTA. So, you've got Jacoby Brissett and Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. Both with a lot of playing experience. One with um, a lot of starting experience. And Brissett. Um, yeah, I don't know how you dig yourself out of this hole. And I don't, matter of fact, I don't even know how you get out of the way. But I got something I want to address with um, Deshaun Watson, man. Um, I don't know. You want to do it later? You want to? You want to tap into him now? I think you need to say something about the National Super Speedway. Is what uh, Brett Bachelor just said. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, since Brett, hey, full disclosure show, man. Yeah, since BB just said that, you know, Music <laughs> City is about to be overwhelmed by a symphony of speed. Symphony <clears throat> of speed. So you make a noise. <laughs> is that a symphony of speed? That's a symphony of speed. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What it was. We was going somewhere. If anybody would hit the gas, we would have took off. But <laughs> the Ally 400 NASCAR Cup Series race weekend makes its return to Nashville Super Speedway June 24th through June 26th. And 104.5 The Zone has your chance to win tickets. Listen to Blaine and Mickey, the rascals, all week long <laughs> for your chance to win family four-packs to the Rackley Roofing 200 and Tennessee Lottery 250. So when they put the numbers on the end of it like that, that that's how many laps they're going to go? They're going to go 200 laps? Miles. 200 miles. So a lap's not a mile. See, you're asking a non-NASCAR guy NASCAR <laughs> questions. I, I, I somehow feel BB know a little bit about Where's this. Where's Liz Allison? I know a little bit. So is, is so is, is a lap a mile in, on any speed? No, it depends on the track. Ah. Like like Talladega, Talladega's like, hmm. I have to look at the exact miles, but it's like two miles around. One time? Yeah, one time. Wow. So that's why, like, if you go to Talladega, it's only like, I don't know the, like, the exact laps. So if you go to Talladega, it's only like 200 laps. But if you go to Bristol, I mean, yeah. Bristol's like the size of this studio. So Bristol's like 600 laps. <sighs> so to try and even it out between different races. Golly, boy. That's, hey, man, listen. I was so thirsty. <laughs> no, like, for real. I was so thirsty when I went out there and did the, um, the race car um, driving. I was in, uh, what did I use? I you were in a, Vegas? I could only fit in a Corvette. I had a, I think I had a Ferrari, but I you couldn't fit, fit in it. So I, I was Can't able to get you just stick your head out the top? It wasn't the, it wasn't the head, it's the legs. Oh. I couldn't, couldn't stick my legs through the car. I saw Bill Cartwright get out of a car in Chicago at the, the we were, we were just, we just happened to be up there. Mm -hmm. But it was the same time the NBA uh, pre-draft stuff was going on. Yeah. Bill Cartwright pulled up to this hotel right across, we were having coffee at a coffee shop. And he got out the car, and the front seat was the back seat. I believe it. He, and he, he had the steering wheel pulled pulled out, you yeah. know. But his legs, man. He all legs, too. Yep. He's all legs, man. That's Also, that's like, Google Bill Cartwright jump shot. I don't know how he ever made a shot. Man, it's so consistent. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I mean, you. Jordan would feed him every game first. Got to get him going. Get Big Bill going. He wouldn't even bend his elbows. Now, you know what the funny just, thing is? He'd hold the ball as high open air as he can, and then just flick the wrist. See, and this is to this is to the kids out there, the basketball enthusiasts that that really love the game and want to lock in. Check out who Bill Cartwright was before he got to the Bulls. 
you'll be surprised. Dog. Enforcer. Oh, I thought you meant he had a different name. Like, no, 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 no. He was a George dog. And Enforcer. <laughs> Just got dead. Like, You'd be surprised. I'm no longer being caught right here. I'm, <laughs> I'm Bill. Uh, by the way, a mile 33. <laughs> 1.33 miles around the Nas- uh, National Super Speedway. Talladega is 2.66 miles wow. just for one lap. That's a long time. Like you can't that hills. You can't even dude, you you sitting in one spot at the starting spot. You can't even see the car when it comes back around. I mean until it comes back around. Like when it goes off in the distance, right. like Well, Talladega has its own like city in the infield. So they going it's around crazy. the curves and everything. There's like, all kinds of things. I can go to the concession stand, get something to drink, come back and they'll just be coming back around. Oh yeah. Woo! That's what a part of my, I'm going to see him this weekend. Joby Thomas played with me. Joby Thomas. He said, man, you got to go to a NASCAR race with me one time. Man. Oh, I'm, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah. And yeah. he said, dude, I'm telling you, it's the, well, I don't know if I can say it. Um, <laughs> he said, it's the, it's the wildest experience you'll, you'll, you'll have. He Just said, like people watching? Yeah. He oh, said, yeah. now you're going to sit there and every time you're going to be in a dead conversation with somebody and the cars get ready to come back around and everybody will stand up and say, whoo! Sit back down, drink their beer, and continue the conversation. Every time they come around. So the Woo Girls would love it. <laughs> oh, no. They, what? They'll be all Americans. <laughs> all American Woo Girls. This is a Woo event. <laughs> Bring all your Woos with you. Yeah. Dang, man. We should go downtown one day and just, just create the uh, all American Woo Girl team. All we need Nashville. to. All Nashville. We need to. Yeah. We need to. Maybe do a little uh, interviewing of the Woo Girls. I have to do it after Father's Day. That, yeah, most definitely. After Play Father's it on Day. The air. That would be some ridiculous crap. I mean, hey, it is what it is. That's down now. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five. So Deshaun Watson. It's interesting too about the Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs part of this because they're paying Deshaun Watson two hundred forty million guaranteed. They're paying right. Baker Mayfield nineteen million guaranteed this year mm-hmm. to say, you know what, man, don't even don't even worry about coming. Yeah, yeah. Just sit over there, rehab your torn labrum on your non throwing shoulder, and we'll pay you nineteen mil. <sighs> Can you imagine? Yes. What if the Cleveland Browns, say, like, if you're Baker Mayfield and you're Yo. sitting over there and, like, you're in between commercial shoots and mm-hmm. and you're sitting in a stadium and they're like, hey, man, uh, we're going to need you to be at practice because, uh, you know, this whole Deshaun thing, man, uh, he, he he got suspended or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever happens. Yeah. My guess is he'll be suspended at some point. Right. Um, You're our guy. Right. <laughs> like, uh, how would that go over? Like Baker's like, oh no, nah, man, look, my shoulder ain't healed. Now nah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a conversation right now. You you the Browns and I'm Baker. What's up? Hey Baker, uh, yeah. So man? this Deshaun Watson thing isn't uh, going as planned. You know, know, when we signed him, we anticipated him being the I've quarterback. Yeah. We tried to trade you to you know to a new home where yeah. you can thrive. But I appreciate that. here's the situation though. Mm-hmm. You've got an opportunity here to go out there and be the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns again. Oh yeah. Can we count on you? You know, I'm a, um. What time do you guys need me there? That's what I need to know because I got you know I did. I remember last year, um, and I was in. I was questioning myself: Should I go back out there with this hurt shoulder and play anyway? Would they love me? Would they? Would they admire my character? Would they admire my toughness? Um, and you know, I felt like like I got pooped on. I felt like everybody pooped on me. And you know what? So, um, I'm gonna check my calendar if it's. Listen, I'm busy between eight and twelve noon. Um, I got a window. I got an hour and a half window from one to two thirty. Can you? What time are you practicing again? We practice all the time. I mean, we're either oh, yeah. yeah, we're either oh, okay. on the field or we're in uh, team meeting rooms. We're in positional 
meeting room. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be rough, man. Watching film, we're lifting. Yeah, um, ask one of the guys that went to the um, Bahamas and when you guys left. Oh, uh, you guys went to Hawaii or something, and I wasn't invited. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to miss that one, bud. I love it, man. So, Deshaun Watson, so I started thinking about 66. Why in the world did he go through 66 massage therapists? That's basically a different one a week. And so I, I was thinking about, like, when you go to the fast food place, mm-hmm. and you'll get one of two or three things, right? Like, right. typically speaking. My man's going all the way down the menu with a different selection every day. Right. So, is he was he going through the list trying to find what he wanted in terms of, you know, what what massage therapist would offer, you know... What service he was looking service for. Service that he was looking mm-hmm. for that might not be on the menu. Most definitely ain't on the menu. And he just never got to that? <laughs> I, I, I listen. If he would have gotten to that, like on massage therapist two, would he have just stopped there? Nah, he would have kept going. Yeah, and and see, this it's is like Baskin Robbins thirty one flavors. Yeah, he and he need yeah he need to double up and try them all again. So that's 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 his thing. Like I, I didn't, you know, my question, y'all, on this is, and we talk about this all the time. You know, I'm a big relationship guy. Yeah, I'm a big what's your circle? Who is your who's in your circle type of guy? Who was in Deshaun Watson's circle is what I need to know. Was it Todd Furman? I hope it wasn't. Because if Todd if, if Todd let this man do some of this and keep going with different calls and Todd didn't say anything, I'm going to start to question Todd. And I don't like to question Todd because Todd is right a lot. So if he's right, if he's right a lot, I don't want me to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, But I'm, I have to get to it because I got a question about his circle of people. Now you can get away with it a couple months. So nobody's keeping him in check. Like, hey man, this isn't a good idea. I like this is going to get out. For you to walk in and be in the happy baby pose, which one of the one of the victims said he was in a happy baby pose. For everybody that doesn't know what a happy baby pose yoga position is, <laughs> Google it I, on your phone. I don't know. And look at it. Happy baby? It's when you're laying on your back and you're, and you know how baby's so happy he's grabbing his feet like when you're changing his diaper. Oh my word. Why would you be, see, this is what I, as a friend of him, this is what I would have did. That woman would have came out and said, hey man, I, your partner's in the, in the happy baby pose. I'm not going to be able to, um, perform the massage on him like this and I would say you know what ma'am excuse me let me go have a talk with him and I would have opened up that door and seen him in that pose and I would I would have smacked him in his head I mean get down man what are you doing dude you, you ain't getting no massage like this dog. where you think you at man just what is wrong with you no we ain't this ain't what we doing Deshaun Watson you done lost your mind man you ain't here posing like a baby in yoga and you talking about a massage now, I already seen you coming here with the little bit of hand towel. See, at some point, you're, you got to be real. You got to have some people in your corner that's going to be real. Even if you sneaking around doing something. Your real, your real true. Now, we haven't, listen, y'all, we're on 3HL. We having real true talk right here. Real talk. This real talk 101. The people in your circle letting you get away with this, they wrong too, man. If you out there in a happy baby pose anywhere, 
you wrong. If you ain't stretching or something, you dead wrong. You're killing me with a happy baby voice. Man, because if, if you go Google it, you got to Google it and look you at it, man. Google it and send us a picture of it, and I didn't even know what you were talking about. Exactly, man. Like, this baby looks so happy. This ain't you. You grown. If you get past the age ages of two, and you are no longer in yoga, don't ever do that pose again. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. This man grown, man. Come on, man. Oh, man, I got to have a real talk with him, man. i like, brother, what you doing? Come on, man, enough is enough, man. You out here with the little hand towel. Like, you know that towel don't fit. What you doing, man? Come on, dog. He brought his own towels, I heard. That's the problem. They yeah. got towels. Come on, man, you know what you out here doing. See, and that's what I'm saying. That's why it comes down to your circle. Because ain't nobody going to check you like your close friends. It was supposed to be your close friends. Maybe he's a loner. Maybe that's what it is. Frostbite 09 says, I'm done, LMAO. I mean, am I being real? Jael, laughing emojis. Just saying, man, like, uh, enough is enough, man. Enough is enough, dude. You can't, come on, man. These people, you can't do this, man. You're a predator, man. You're sick. You need some help if you're in happy baby pose and you ain't in yoga. More on, the, more on the Deshaun Watson take. I'm telling you. Later. Todd Furman joins us now. Todd, what's up? How are you? I'm doing very well, guys. How are you this afternoon? So I was thinking I would go Golden State tonight, and then I saw the line was Boston three and a half, and I, here's where I am with that. I, I'm thinking that they're begging me to take Golden State, which means I'm going to go Boston minus three and a half. Am I way off? Am I overthinking <laughs> this? Yeah, I mean, pretty good two-way action so far in the game. I think it's a question of which team you believe in. Do you think you're going to see the same Boston side that you saw for extended portions of game one, or was Golden State able to figure things out in that game two destruction? of the Celtics, given what they were able to put together in the third quarter. The thing about Boston this postseason is that they've shown the ability to win on the road, and they've been able to win at home. Golden State hasn't been nearly as dynamic when they get away from San Francisco. I think you're going to get Boston's best effort today. And for me, uh, I trust them to make some of the adjustments, make life difficult on Steph Curry. And I think you'll get some of the secondary scores for Boston that were relatively absent on the stat sheet in Game 2 mm. to be much more prolific. So I'm in the Boston camp for today's game. <laughs> I said, hey, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I love Todd. Todd knows I love him. Todd's in my circle. Todd's gonna tell me when I'm wrong, and that don't mean I'm gonna listen to Todd. Yeah, but he will tell me. Guess what I did yesterday, Todd? I took when it got to two to nothing, uh, Tampa. I took uh, plus two and a half, and uh, it's lost. <laughs> yeah, the, the empty net goal, not your friend late in the game. Mm. You're hoping that Andre Palat decides uh. to fire the puck into the corner more so than to take advantage uh, of the empty net with under 20 seconds to go. But so is the ways uh, of betting an NHL playoff game, especially when it's a tight contest late. Uh, you know you can fall victim for underbetters and for underdog betters uh, with the empty net goal in those final waning stages. What do you think about that series moving forward? I think Tampa found their skating legs. I mean, the big question coming in was, would they benefit from the rest versus rust? And clearly they weren't themselves. In Game 1, Andre Vasilevsky looked human for the first time since early on in that Toronto series. Game 2, Tampa, you could make the case, was the better team. They just weren't able to come away with the victory. And over the last two games at Amelie Arena, we've seen Tampa regain some of that championship swagger. Now, what's interesting about both these teams is they've been much better in their own building than they have been on the road. I mean, you have to go back to way early on in that series against the Pittsburgh Penguins to find the last time that the Rangers lost on home ice. And I think the reality of it is you begin to assess where these two teams are. Tampa can play a little bit loose and free. They can make the case that their goalie has regained his con Smythe form. And I love some of the depth that we've seen from the Lightning. So for me, I like Tampa before the series. They made it difficult on themselves. I think they close this thing out in six or seven. Well, 
I like that. I, I, I'm with that. Did you think that Avalanche and Edmonton uh, series was going to go that way, uh, Todd, or did you think at least Edmonton get one game? Yeah, I thought Edmonton would be a little bit more competitive, but the difference between these two teams, you know, I don't want to oversimplify it now, mm-hmm. and hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yep. is Edmonton has no answer for Kale McCarr. They had no answer for Devin Tays, Bo Byram, and a lot of what Colorado could do on the blue line. Whereas you look at the forward groups, these two teams can be mirror images of one another. Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid match what uh, Nathan McKinnon and company can do up front. But when Dreisaitl's looking at about 60%, you get the suspension to Evander Kane in game four. And more importantly for Edmonton, they were never able to get the timely saves from Mike Smith that you need. You just saw Colorado's ability to get to the slot and get the, create those high danger chances. They were much more prolific than the Oilers. And I think rubber finally met the road for an Oilers team who put together a Cinderella run but they clearly weren't as good as the team that dispatched their Alberta rivals in five games. Mm-hmm. Todd Furman, Bed the Board by podcast. You need to, to subscribe um, where you get your podcast. Um, all right, uh, so we were talking about NASCAR earlier. You're a big NASCAR guy. What do you think about Sonoma this weekend? Yeah, I mean, Sonoma's always interesting. I mean, it's one of the slower road courses that you're going to see. We know that they've gone back to the original configuration despite a slight deviation from it last year. Uh, Chase Elliott, a rightful favorite when you're talking about road courses and how dominant he's been there. But I think odds makers are forcing you to pay a premium to back Chase this week in that four and a half to five range. For me personally, I'd look a little bit further down the odds board at a driver like Austin Sindrick, who was more of a road specialist during his time with Team Penske in the Xfinity Series. His number opened at 18 to one. You should still be able to find him in that 14 to one range. And another guy in the Hendrick camp, uh, rather than Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott, I think there's some significant value on William Byron. And when you shop around for his price, I've seen upwards of 30 to one at some books, as low as 20 to one at others. Byron and Sindrick would be the two guys I'd want on my dance card going into qualifying before we know who actually unloaded with a car capable of winning the race on Sunday. You betting on USFL these days, or did you let that go? You know, honestly, guys, I've probably watched maybe one quarter of the USFL all season, and it was the Birmingham Stallions game back in week one. A lot of people clamor for more football. For me, by the time the college football and NFL seasons are over, I'm officially burned out. The last thing I want to do is read about new rosters, coordinators, what have you. It is the perfect respite to focus on hockey and other sports. That way I can come back refreshed, renewed, and ready to roll because we'll have our off-season college football previews to the Bet the Board podcast launching here over the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you taken a look at the uh, Belmont Stakes yet? You know, look at the field briefly, and to be honest, it's just going to feel for me like another horse race, knowing that we don't have a triple crown contender, yeah. uh, how anticlimactic the first couple of races are. And I think that's the unfortunate reality for horse racing. When you're looking at the sport, they need something to create a little bit of drama going into the Belmont. So I'll do a little bit more of a deeper dive on Thursday and Friday if I happen okay. to come across something worth betting on. You know, boys, uh, I have both of your cell phone numbers. I'd be more than happy to pass it along so Slay can bet the other way. Usually you <laughs> use our cell phone numbers to talk trash is what you usually do. This is true. Well, I mean, that's normally what it's best for. I mean, that's what Slay deserves when he's touting himself as a celebrity throughout the state of Tennessee. You know, last week, Brent, you weren't there to defend his honor. But the biggest question I have for Slay is if he is this self-proclaimed celebrity, I want to be treated like royalty when I come out there in October for that Alabama-Tennessee weekend. That if I can walk into a bar or restaurant in Knoxville, I tell people I'm friends with Slay. They give me the top table. I don't have to wait in line. I just got to slip the Mater D a few extra dollars, and I'll get some of the best food they can offer in that fine college. Listen, longtime college football analyst Matt Hayes said Tennessee's going to upset either Alabama <laughs> at home or Georgia on the road. You buy? 
Uh, I don't think they're going to go into Athens uh, and win that game. I think winning at Neyland, knowing how fervent that crowd will be, if you can get an early lead and force Alabama out of its comfort zone, it's definitely possible. Hey. What's interesting, what's interesting, guys, is I've seen some odds makers that made Tennessee a six and a half point underdog at home for that game in the middle of October. Now the market has since cor- corrected itself a little bit. It's out in that double digit price range, and yeah. I think two touchdowns will be a fair tariff uh, as we get closer to kickoff. Uh, but there's a lot of reason to be optimistic about Tennessee. I just think trying to bridge the gap between Georgia and Alabama as the true front runners in both East and West, probably a couple of years away, but a lot more excitement going into the Vol season this year than if we were having the same conversation two years ago. <laughs> I like this. Uh, I like this type of Todd. This, this might be the first off season I've heard Todd say something like that. I like this type of Todd. He's been on this show since yeah. 2010. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know what? Every now and again, you got to be optimistic. And you boys know I don't wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't have a favorite team. I love to be a detractor for some of the local teams when I can be. But I have to offer an honor, honest, accurate assessment. Otherwise, my credibility gets called into question more so than it normally does. The one game, though, guys, that I really think can define Tennessee's season, you don't have to look that far in the schedule. They need to go on the road and win at Heinz Field yep. mm-hmm. to get revenge for the loss against Pittsburgh. You're a three-point road favorite. We know how dangerous it can be. But I think you're going to have a lot of Tennessee fans making that trip. It'll feel like a home game, but that's the game that they have to win to be able to set the tone for what this team can accomplish this season. I love it. Yeah, Good stuff, Todd. Appreciate you, man. Todd, how's on me, man, when you get to Knoxville, man? I got you. Slay, trust me. I'm going to keep you posted. There's a lot of things that we got to iron out for details and all of that. And I figure you can call up some of those boosters, get us a nice private jet to fly us from Nashville to Elon so we don't have to spend three and a half hours in a bus ride driving out to East Tennessee. I got you. See you, dude. Right, See you, boy. I mean, if you're rolling in three and a half hours, that's a... You're rolling. You, oh, especially mean, on a bus. You're going like fit. No, you're going like 50. It only takes like 250. But you lose an hour. You lose an hour. No, I, uh, yeah, uh, but he's, he's talking oh, yeah, about yeah, real uh, yeah. time. Yeah, that is, you, are, you are moving slow. Okay, so all y'all that are sh- shooting us pics of the happy baby pose, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but but now y'all understand. I can't wait to get into this later. All right, no, well, we'll do it when we come back. More on the happy baby pose of Deshaun Watson next on 3HL. 3HL 104.5 is on. I'm out of breath, Slay. Where you been at? Doing the happy baby pose out there in the hall. <laughs> what? Where are you? Made yeah, you out of breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to stretch it out. Hey, man, it's real. People walking by wondering what the hell I'm doing. I'm like, hey, man. Deshaun Watson did it. He said it's innocent. Yeah, that man crazy. <laughs> that man, that man, nah, he, nah seriously. <laughs> like, I'm, listen, I'm I'm all for fun, and we're having a great time with it. This, hey, this brother, you got you to gotta go get some help, man. In all seriousness, you gotta go get some help, man. Like, and you gotta get the people around you. Gotta tell you, hey, man, come on, man. We didn't, we didn't know it was this out of hand. But if we walked in that room, man, and we saw you on your back with you holding your legs, dude, like, and ain't nobody in there with you, like, something. What's what's going on, bro? You ain't in yoga. The woman said, "Should I read this excerpt?" I mean, if you can, yeah. If it's radio friendly, I think it is. I think it is. This woman, um, yeah, I think it is. This woman who spoke on the on condition of anonymity, anonymy, anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. Meaning, <laughs> thank you. She don't want to be out of it, right? Yeah. yeah, she did this to protect her privacy. Said in an interview, she began by working on Watson's back. This is all well, but when he flipped over. 
She said his demeanor and voice changed, and he began aggressively dictating where he wanted her to touch him. In their first session, she said he got into happy baby yoga pose <laughs> on his back with his feet in his hands and asked her to massage him. And and that, that's not what's in those words. She laughed off the request, but said he grabbed her wrist and put her hand there. Ooh. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Adults... Again, allegedly, this is what this is all this allegedly. Is, yeah, what she's saying, and I'm I'm just saying like twenty four. We're not even talking about the women that have come forward that are not suing him, right? Yes, I mean, if it was like one or two, and it's he says she said, yeah, twenty four. I'm a I, I, I love a hard time, bro. I, I'm smoke is fire. At some point. Like, I'm a big Martin Lawrence fan. I love Martin, the show. You love They him. had a character on there called Angry Man. <laughs> he, was always, he was always angry. And his phrase was, when they went to Angry Man, he was a like, sit your ass down. <laughs> that's, what, that's who should have walked in the room when, when, when he jumped into happy baby yoga pose on his back with his feet in his hands. Brother, at this point, your circle got to grab you and let you know, hey, man, this ain't cool, man. Like, it, it, enough is enough, man. Enough is enough. So, I hope, I hope, man, like, do you think he's playing? Well, let me tell you, I don't. I don't think he's playing this year. Not when 66 people come out there. Regardless of what happens in... I don't know how you allow him to play. Like, I I think you have to... I think you have to err on the side of cautiousness, right? Like, question. if you're the league on this deal? Yes. Karen on uh, on YouTube said, uh, OMG, I almost lost my Cracker Barrel in the car. <laughs> what happened to the Deshaun that, that paid the lunch lady salaries in his rookie year? Where they at? Well, I mean, he can be both guys. Yeah, I, and that's the thing. Yeah, like this... Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, he's got, exactly like I'm sure he done, he's done a lot of good. Well, and that ain't I mean, got nothing to do with this. This is justifying it, but like in his head, he he may have thought he wasn't doing anything wrong. And see, that's what I'm saying. Which is kind of a, I mean, yeah, that's a bad place to be. That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you, and that's why I need. That's why you need me as your homeboy to come in there and say, "Hey, dog, come on, man, get off your back like that and let your hand, let your feet go. Why you ain't holding your big old feet in your hands like that, man?" Ramon Foster, feet and hands, LOL. This man was in a pretzel pose. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what you trying to prove by doing this, man? Come on, dog. Come on out of here. I'm, and, I, and I'd apologize to the lady. Hey, miss, I'm sorry. This man out of control. I'm, I got him. I, I, I totally apologize for his behavior. He didn't know no better. Come on out of here, man. Man, I lost him. And, and why he going out of there? Slapping him in the back of his head. Boy, get right. Come on, man. Don't don't do don't do that. So that, I I just think I I'm I think he's done for a year. I, I mean I think you're right. I mean we talked about this yesterday. Like yep. J Mart and Ramon were talking about it, and J Mart said, "What did he say? Like eight weeks?" And Ramon said ten to twelve. And then they come back at it today, and and or maybe it's yesterday. Whenever this New York <laughs> Times thing came out, and they I think they both were like, "I think we're undercutting this uh, suspension." Right. And if you're the Cleveland Browns, like, why did you get involved in this? Man? Yes. Why did you not allow? Number one, the Texans got out of it. 
But why why did you feel the need to dive into and take like everything's risk reward? I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah, how such much a, risk and reward? Such a weird thing, man. Like, you had to know, uh, like... <sighs> Five o'clock hour coming up on 3HL. Uh, we've got more to uh, to discuss. 615-737-1045, you want in. We'd love to take a bunch of phone calls in 5 And, and let hour. me tell y'all this. I better not catch none of y'all when I leave this when I leave this, this studio today and no happy baby pose. If you're in the street, happy baby pose, I'm kicking you. You think the woo girls are in there? We see the woo girls walking they, around all the time. Yes. They better not be in happy baby pose. We'll right so back. feed out your hands. <laughs>